today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Of course, uh, lots of things being affected by a COVID-19 world. Uh, certainly, we know sports, uh, even Little League stuff, whatever. You know, my kids dying to play hockey. Of course, didn't last year. Uh, and earlier this month, the Ontario Hockey League, OHL, and the Government of Ontario reached an agreement uh, for a return-to-play plan. However, uh, with what's going on now and the variants taking off again uh, before the vaccines arrive, uh, unfortunately, it looks like it is a no-go. Let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist for your Hamilton Spectator, and with us now. Scott, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. I am. Ha- happy anniversary, did I hear? Yeah. Way to go. See? I, I, I laugh. You've done it. Not, not a word of a lie. Well, I, I'm, we totally forgot. Like, I mean, not even last week, two weeks ago, oh, our anniversary is coming up. None of that. And uh, I got on, I, I get in my office this morning and I'm turning everything on and I'm going through my social media and on Facebook, uh, my Facebook page out pops a picture, you know, they'd, oh, a memory from last year. And last year for our 20th anniversary, I sent out a picture because we were in lockdown as well of uh, my wife and I on our wedding day. So uh, no idea it was even our anniversary. I fire up the PC and this comes up and I look at it and well, that's kind of odd. Why is that there? And then I read it, and it's like, oh, my. And honestly, Scott, I must have looked at the date and the picture like a half a dozen times before I realized it was, in fact, our anniversary. So then I walk walk into the kitchen. I walk into the kitchen, and my wife's, you know, walking around in a daze. She's got her earbuds in. She's talking to somebody from work. And I said, happy anniversary to her. And she just looked at me like like she saw a ghost. And my daughter was at the table. She just started howling. She goes, well, at least you both forgot. We completely, completely forgot. And like, you know, Will on Friday told me it was his birthday on Monday. Monday, I I went in one ear out the other. I didn't even say happy birthday to him. Well, he's telling me that. I don't even realize my anniversary is the next day. The key is that you both forgot. Yes. and that, and you're not alone. Um, about ten years ago, we were at a. Uh, my son had a baseball tournament in Buffalo. <laughs> ten years and, ago, that was you couldn't use the COVID nineteen excuse then, though. No, no, no. But we were at a at this baseball tournament in Buffalo, and of course he hits his first. I mean, he's hit home runs before, but he hit his first ever grand slam home run at this thing over the fence. So, nice. Dad goes searching through the woods to try and find the ball. Finds it, takes it back, and I asked my, I gave it to my wife, and she was going to write on the ball Caleb's first slam home run. <laughs> the date, and then she wrote the date, and looks at me, and we go, "Oh, happy anniversary!" <laughs> <laughs> and how many so years have, had you been? How many years had you been married at that point? Uh, we would have been uh, closing in on twenty. Yeah, see, well, so there you go, eighteen or so. So. It, it can happen. The key is, as anyone listening will attest, um, as long as you both have forgotten, you survive. Yes. If it's just you, um, well, good luck. Exactly. And we both just started howling. It's like, and, and you really realize, and I've noticed this, because your schedule's off, everything's different, uh, you, you just gap out on things that would normally be routine. And it's not the first time that something like this is like, oh my goodness, I've completely forgot. You know, even if it's stuff to do with work, it's like, oh my God, I forgot to do that. Yep. Yep. Every day is the same as the last. And so they yeah. all sort of become just one long blur. Yep. Absolutely. All right, so it's takeout for us tonight on a Tuesday, which is unusual, but hey. 
you know, what the heck will take it? Uh, so uh, talk about, you know, and here we are, Scott. We're coming up to the summer. What's the fall going to be like, uh, OHL or even, you know, uh, minor hockey and such? What are you expecting this fall? Okay, well, first of all, just so people know, and I assume... Yeah, do the OHL, OHL news first. Get that out of the way. Yeah, the OHL announced today that the season is done. There will be no season, so it never did start. And just got off a conference call with Dave Branch, who's the commissioner, and uh, basically, and, and you were correct, very correct in your intro, They had, he says they had a deal, finally, with the medical officer of health and with the government, and yet that deal came to fruition like hours before everything changed last week or the week before with all the variants and the full-on lockdown. So, I mean, it was literally the night before, and they were going to announce it the next day, and all of a sudden everything goes squirrely, and now it's been put off. So they realize that they can't really, even if the, the lockdown lifts in May 20th or thereabouts, there's no way yeah. to get a training camp, get people in, run a season of any kind. So it, it's done. Um and I don't think I, I don't think anyone, Scott, can be terribly surprised by this. I mean, it, yeah. we've been heading this way for a while, and even if they had managed to get some kind of season going, it was going to be ridiculous. It was going to be like a fourteen-game season. At which point you go, almost, almost. What's the point? Um, and, and and there was a point. The point is you've got a bunch of young men who have been playing in this league because every single one of them has a dream of being drafted into the NHL. Yeah. And when you can't play for a year, you don't get scouted. And if you look at all the mock drafts that are online now from whether it's NHL or Sporting News or Hockey News or whatever, very, very few OHL players listed in the first few rounds because they just haven't been seen. Yeah. And so the goal here was, can we try to get something, even if it's 10 or 15 games, just so they can be seen and enhance their chances of being scouted? Anyway. That was that's the news from today. That's what's going on. So there is no season, and it's you know incredibly disappointing for a lot of people, especially those in the league, who you know this is very difficult for a lot of the guys who, as I say, really had that dream, still do. So the question then is, well, what about the fall? Well, I, you know, they talked about that in the conference call. Dave Branch talked about that, and essentially the answer is exactly what you would expect it to be, which is, well, we hope so. Yeah. But at this point, Scott, I mean, what do we know about what is going to happen by the fall? We assume, we hope that things are normal. But I think probably if you had asked people last March 11 when they yeah. stopped the OHL, you would say, oh, yeah, it'll be cleared up long before April the 20th of 2021. So who knows what the fall holds? But the plan is let's just do a normal season if we can so what does this do to, as you said, that whole farming system? I mean, because obviously the NHL, every year, players come in, players go out. So what does that mean for the rosters of teams? Well, for the, you mean of OHL teams? No, of NHL of teams, NHL if teams. these players, because these players are on their way up. So, I mean, NHL teams are fine because they can, they can always find players. And, you know, you don't have the turnover that you do in the OHL where there's an age limit. Once you're, tw- you know, 21, 2021, that year, you're yeah. done. And so, you know, you're now going to be into the OHL in the fall. You're going to be drafting players from minor hockey. So think about this for a second. You've got kids in minor hockey, already not developed adults, yeah. who haven't played for a year. 
And now you're going to have a draft, and you're going to have to have scouts basically who watched maybe some kids when they were 13 who haven't even hit puberty necessarily at that age, who might have grown six inches. Like, it's going to be a wild draft to figure out which OHL teams end up with what players. For the NHL, here's why it's so difficult for the players in the OHL now. Their general managers in the NHL, um, you, you can look like a genius if you draft a guy in the sixth or seventh round of the NHL draft who turns into a really good player. That's how you look like a genius. But if you pick a guy in the first or second round consistently, or even a few times, who turn out to be a bust, that's how you lose your job. So if you're an NHL general manager now and you haven't seen guys in the OHL for a year and a half, chances are you're not going to take those guys because you're not going to take that risk of ruining your own career. And here's the next part of this. You could get drafted later on or you could even sign as a free agent player afterwards if you don't get drafted. But here's the thing, and I talked to an agent about this today. General managers will always, because their careers are riding on making sure those first and second round picks work out, they will give those first and second round picks loads of time to develop. Even if they don't play well, they'll get lots of chances. You get drafted in the seventh round and you don't prove yourself immediately, there are a million other kids that will come in and take your spot. Mm. So if you don't get taken because you haven't had the chance to play this year and be seen, it makes the pressure on you when you go to an NHL training camp immensely more because you have to show up with not much runway and not much leash to show that you're okay or to develop. You better show up as almost an NHL-ready product or you could be out before you really get started. That, that's what's facing a lot of these guys today. The, they, if they got drafted two or three rounds higher than they might, they would have time to develop. Now they may not have time to develop, and that could cost a whole lot of them a career. So where does this leave the Hamilton Bulldogs organization? Uh, well, probably no different than any other one. Uh, you know, there's a few guys that are on the draft list for the NHL. We'll see what happens with that. And as for the organization, as for who they get in, you know, this is where, if you're an OHL scout, I mean, OHL scouts, it's a tough, tough job. Because again, as I said a moment ago, you're scouting kids that may not, well, certainly have not developed into adult bodies yet. And so you're having to anticipate with their skill and look at the mom and dad and, oh, you know, dad's six foot eight. That kid's probably going to grow, you know, but <laughs> not necessarily. So now, last year when they were drafting, or sorry, when they were scouting, last year they were looking at the kids who were 15 years old, mostly, who were possibly going to be drafted. But they would have spent a little time looking at the 14-year-olds but not necessarily that much. Well, now they got to go back to their notes and scour through and go, okay, who do I remember who was 14 mm-hmm. who now I haven't seen because he hasn't played for a year that might have been an okay player? Like, as I say, you're going to separate the, the, good, the really good scouts from the rest of them based on who makes good picks in this year's OHL draft, which apparently is still going to go ahead as normal. So we'll see. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. All right, so OHL season canceled. What does this do for minor hockey come September? Will kids be playing in the hammer? Uh, Again, um, you know what? Every single league desperately wants to get back and play again. But it's all going to be like we we heard, and I'm sure you heard this too, Scott, that 
I mean, the spec had a report of what a week or week and a half ago that I can't remember who said it, but the conditions exist that Hamilton could be in lockdown until the end of June. Hmm. Well, you know, maybe, maybe we're out by May. Maybe it's not till July. Maybe, I mean, this whole thing every single week has been another surprise. So my answer to your question is if they can play, they'll play, but who the heck knows what August or September or October are going to look like. I assume it's going to be fine by then. But um, would you bet I, your money on that? I wouldn't. I don't know. I have this discussion with my son because obviously he missed last year. Uh, and I'm thinking it will go. And and the reason why is like house league stuff and whatever. It's starting around September or so. And by that time, the prime minister promises all to be vaccinated. So I, I think once you have vaccination in place, doesn't that open the doors for this? Again, we don't know. We're speculating. You would think. You would think. But, uh, you know, uh, as I say, uh, how many times in this last year have you been surprised by something that happened you didn't expect? I I mean, look, I I can't imagine that by September, October, there's not some sense of normalcy. But once again, I'm not I'm not betting you my salary on that one because I just don't know. Uh, When uh, can you see uh, or, or is just the OHL just, you know, a different body, a different being in the sense that it just doesn't make sense to pick up the season and even do an abbreviated version towards the end or even in the new year? Well, the one thing they talked about um, is for this spring, summer, the NHL draft is scheduled to go in July 23rd and 24th. And so that's really the important point here, as we've been talking about, for kids to get scouted. There was talk in this conference call, although nothing has been settled or decided, could they do a short um, camp, you know, a series of exhibition games just with kids who are of that draft-eligible year, that are 17-year-olds who are eligible, uh, I think they're 2003 birth-year kids. Could, could just those kids go to a bubble somewhere for two weeks of quarantine and then, say, two weeks of games just so they could be scouted. And once again, um, that was raised, that has been discussed. Apparently they want to do it not just in Ontario, they want to do it with the Western Hockey League and the Quebec League as well. Who knows if you're going to be able to travel between borders. But you know, I, I think that if they could do that, they would very much like to. Because here's one other thing, Scott. Uh, of the draft eligible players and on the mock draft list what you're seeing this year for the first time really not only a, not very many ohl players but a lot at the very top of ncaa u.s college hockey players that's not usual and what the ohl has to be very concerned about here is that if a lot of kids there and families are looking at this and going wait a second i can go in a path to the nhl just as easily by going to the u.s college system mm as I can by going the OHL route and I get my education at the same time in case it doesn't pan out, blah, blah, blah. You know, the OHL has always been the number one path to the NHL. If you start sending a message and opening a door for other options, you may start losing some of those elite players to other places. That would be a huge problem for the OHL down the road. So they're going to want to do everything possible to make sure that not only do they look like they are making sure that everyone has an opportunity to reach the level they want to, but that they do get lots of kids into the NHL. So, 
even though people can say, well, it was COVID, you, you don't want the excuse, period. You don't want the excuse. The OHL still puts more players into the NHL than anywhere else. Mm. That's what you have to sell. That's what you need to continue to sell if you want to still remain at the top of the pecking order. You know, it's not not much different than the discussion we're having about the athletes that are training for the Olympics that aren't sure that are going to happen or which way they're going to go. I mean, you know, they're spending their whole life on this, and this is their dream, and now it's all on hold, which, you know, it's like like everything else, I guess. Like, look, I, I know there are some people, and I get it, I know there are people who say, come on, it's just sports. People are dying. People are mm-hmm. sick. Absolutely correct. Those We do have to remain, you know, yeah. things in context than everything else. But I do think that it's fully acceptable to feel great sympathy for these kids who have sure. worked towards this and now face this, whether it's Olympic athletes or OHL players. I don't think it's callous or... Uh, losing sight of the big picture to say, I feel very badly for these people who now are facing this thing that is no fault of their own and is completely pulling the rug out from under what they've worked toward. Scott Radley with us, host of the Scott Radley Show here on CHML and sports columnist for your Hamilton Spectator talking about the OHL and all things hockey and athletic in a COVID-19 world. Scott, as always, thanks for the time. Be well. You too, and happy anniversary. Say happy anniversary to Mrs. Thompson and... uh, (laughs) Congratulations for putting up with you for 21 years. That's actually Yes, there's the real feat. Thank you, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.